0: talking about all right so this is uh, another episode of uh a dumb white guy explains my name's eric um my usual co-host uh is not here but i have another good friend of mine john now john um breeds and raises uh full-blooded purebred uh pet rocks for a living john say hi hello and now last week we discussed uh the birth and rise of genghis khan the um or as Timogen as he was known. And I believe we ended right when he was getting into China. Now, John hasn't uh, partook in any of my um, uh, <laughs> my podcasts yet. So he's, you're, he's in for a treat. You ready, John?
1: I'm definitely not ready, but let's go on with it.
0: All right. So do you know who Genghis Khan was? Yes. Do you know who the Mongols were? Yes. Do you know what the chemical uh, composition of uh, boron is? I do not. I don't even know what boron is, so neither- I was just boron. trying to get you to get a- trying to get you to say no eventually. Um, so we stopped last time when he basically united the tribes, and he was coming into China to raise all kinds of hell. And uh, so Genghis Khan killed a- killed his best buddy and united the tribes, and then um, basically started heading south into China. Right? All pissed off and Mongolian like, and we kind of discussed his uh habits of um what's called meritocracy last time which is instead of being born into a role you're um you kind of earn the role you know it's like a common sense thing today but one thing uh that he started to do when he started heading south was uh adapting squad tactics we kind of talked about that a little bit but and i'm terrible at uh Sort of like giving people the the nitty gritty. So we're, I I kind of do broad strokes because I'm a dumb white guy and I only know the broad strokes and the historical significance. John too is also a dumb white guy. So wait, right, John?
1: Fact, I'm so dumb I'm not even white.
0: <laughs> He's so dumb. He's not, you should relate to the Mongols. They're your people, aren't
1: they? Uh, pretty sure they raped and pillaged a few of my kind, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they they did one in like what did they say one in every hundred people are related directly to Genghis Khan.
1: Those guys are way too far north. I don't think they ever got to uh to my country
0: to Vietnam. They totally got down there, dude. They got everywhere. They got to Europe, man. But uh, so when he started heading south, they started encountering um Chinese cities, and that kind of brought them to the first ever uh, oh shit I forget the name of it um note. I don't know why. <laughs> Uh, I forgot about this. It was Beijing. He sacked Beijing. Okay, back to the broadcast. And I don't have my notes in front of me. But the point is, he comes to a Chinese fortress. And they got a Chinese army with Chinese people and doing Chinese shit. It's a pretty big fortress. And the Mongolians had never seen anything like this before because they're all from... Sorry, I dropped the bottle cap. From uh, the steeps and what have you. So they have to come up with an idea. To kind of fight a fort, and so their idea is, ah, screw it, we'll just surround it. And so they surround this. Uh, it was it was a big. I wish I remember the name of it, a big Chinese city, right? You follow me here, John? Yeah. Big fort, big wall had a big garrison, and a lot of people, and then all of a sudden, all those people had no food. So because they surrounded it and just kind of sat there and waited,
1: it's <laughs> a recipe for disaster
0: yeah it went great for the Chinese though right or the Mongolian <laughs> it didn't go great for the for the Chinese at all. it went quite the opposite and um and then they started kidnapping or not kidnapping but as they uh, fought you know a little bit they started like uh, I guess the term would be Shanghai. they started sh- ironically enough Shanghai uh, uh, Chinese engineers to show them how to you know make catapults and stuff. So they surround the city, they start figuring out siege engines, they start lobbing corpses over the walls and anything else they can find because that helps them, uh, you know, scare and also spreads disease. And then after so much time, they finally come into the city, they uh, they sack it, they burn it, they raid it, and that kind of gives them this like image of being barbarians and uh, they apparently killed so many people in this 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 big city that the the streets were were soaked with blood like like according to a whole bunch of like reports like you couldn't see the ground it was like you were walking through mud puddles it was blood and there were just piles of corpses because they didn't spare anyone (laughs) so they just piled the bodies up outside and then they basically looked at the next chinese city and went huh and those people went yeah no you're we surrender And that's kind of how they started going south uh, into China, was they just kind of, they would just, anyone that wouldn't surrender, they would just so savagely destroy that the next village or town or whatever would just already have their hands up. And as they uh, defeated people, they would incorporate them into their army, much like the Romans would do, and so their army would get stronger and bigger and um, more adept at, oh, excuse me, I'm drinking, uh, for anyone who's curious, I'm drinking uh, Miller High Life, it's the champagne of beers. So it makes me gassy. John, what are you drinking?
1: I'll work later tonight, otherwise I'd be otherwise. sipping some- What did I have in front of me right now? I'll have bourbon, vodka, and some Japanese whiskey.
0: It's, it's Japanese whiskey. Okay.
1: <laughs> what
0: would Japanese whiskey be? Isn't that just just whiskey? Would that be uh, sake? Or would that be
1: like, risky? No, no, it's, like, it's, it's, it's just whiskey, but like made in Japan, I guess. Oh, It's expensive though, the, the import tax. The rice tax, I guess. The rice tax. <laughs>
0: oh man right so speaking of japan the mongolians tried to attack there too i'm sure you've heard that story right
1: wait sorry repeat that again
0: (laughs) the mongolians they tried to invade japan twice
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they both got stopped by the uh, divine wind, I I believe. Yeah,
0: that's where the term kamikaze came from. They got hit by a tsunami. You'd think think they would have figured out after the first time that that was a bad season to invade. But the second time they invaded, they invaded around the same time. It was like a year apart and basically got hit again. But there were some that made it. Like the Japanese, and when they came, they came with uh, gunpowder and stuff. So the Japanese, this is important for future podcasts. So the Japanese had seen gunpowder. Like, the Mongolians were using, like, bombs and shit, hand grenades, and stuff like that. Uh, Common misconception is that they were all just bows and arrows. Funny, fun story, though. You know when a Mongolian archer wasn't on his horse? you know how he would shoot his arrow, bow and arrow? He would, uh... Sideways or something? No, he'd sit cross-legged on the ground. Huh. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's weird. That is weird. I've never seen anyone, like, sit Indian-style and fire a bow and arrow. I wonder how you do that. Seems uncomfortable. it does, John. Go find me a bow and arrow.
1: Uh, I'm looking at a bow and arrow pictures right now, but I'm not seeing anything about people sitting cross-legged.
0: Look up Mongolian archers. They also used what was called the is it the Pathinian technique, where they'd ride back, where they ride forward and fired behind them. They did a lot of feints. So a lot of times armies would think their army was retreating, but really it was just them uh, kind of getting them to chase them while they fire arrows behind them, and then they uh, they basically collapse the lines around people that would chase the archers and then destroy them. They were very, very, they were very, very um, highly tactical. The term horde is kind of misused towards them because it wasn't like a horde. It was like uh, a pretty modern army, in my humble opinion, just with the fact people earned their rank and um, there was tactics and squads and stuff. There's a story where Genghis Khan was riding his horse once. Galloping around being all Genghis Khan and shit, right, and also the uh, an arrow hit his horse in the 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 neck, the throat and killed the horse out from under him, and he collapsed he was like, "Oh shit, that was close. Well, then, after the battle, they had all these like enemy um archers these were Chinese archers, like rounded up um and Genghis Khan approached him and went, "Which one of you shot my horse oh. and one of the one of the archers raised his hand and went, "I was aiming for you and, and <laughs> he goes. He goes, all right. You're coming with me. He made the guy start because it was a hell of a shot, I guess. So he made the guy start training his archers, supposedly. But did you find a picture of them all
1: crouching? No, I could not find a picture of them sitting down. Like all the ones I found, they were just they were just standing up and firing it, or it's like the modern day recreations of them.
0: Oh, no, I'm dead serious, and I don't want to type because my my microphone will pick it up. But it it's out there. That's I I've seen it. They'd sit down. I don't know why they'd do it either. I think it was to m- make them look lower, like because when they dismount, the idea was to catch someone off guard, so it might put them lower to the ground, because you can't really fire a, a bow and arrow like prone, like a soldier would with, with a gun. You know what I mean? Yeah. So rather have them all standing up on a hill that could be lower. That's just my guess, uh, guess, though. Like I said, I'm I'm an idiot. I don't research anything. I just read books and then recite from memory. I got to open up my fourth one here. Where were we? Ah, yes. Yeah, so he conquers China for the sake of this. Let's say let's skip ahead because everyone knows he conquered the shit out of China, but basically with superior tactics and um in blitzkrieg. What would be considered a blitzkrieg? Well, that brings up a time of peace. Genghis Khan uh, actually establishes a lot of stuff. He kind of establishes a first written law. Uh, he, he makes a capital of Mongolia, which uh, look up the capital of Mongolia real quick my notes aren't in front of me I didn't expect uh, when Nidra got sick I started panicking I didn't grab my notes but he made the capital of Mongolia like the center of his empire and um, he brought Chinese uh, bureaucrats there and stuff and all these people that ran sort of the Chinese government and had them set up a Mongolian government that functioned the same way and uh, he actually made the first written law for Mongolia, and I, as I said in the last podcast, one of the laws where you couldn't have Mongolian slaves. Um, he also uh, made the first written language, like he made a written, you know, an alphabet, basically. Uh, trade, all kinds of stuff to sort of flow into Mongolia. He, he established the first, what would be kind of like a similar to the Pony Express. You know, like where a Mongolian rider could ride from the outside, like he just by no, trading horses. Never heard of that. You never heard yeah, of that?
1: Yeah, like trade yeah, posts like set up for like setup. horses and everything, or, or what?
0: yeah, like a guy, a rider could it could get to the next post and then switch horses so the horse could rest.
1: Oh no, I never heard of that.
0: Yeah, it's actually probably one of the reasons that the black plague got to,
1: spread out. So got far. to um,
0: Europe, yeah, because <laughs> the black plague started in uh, probably started probably started in Mongolia or China, and uh, they brought furs that way and uh, over to Europe which is also how gunpowder got introduced to europe which will be covered in the next podcast the the firearms and all that shit uh and it wasn't until he was pretty he was sitting pretty he got to the point where his uh, big goal was to live forever genghis khan's so he asked a chinese uh, philosopher sort of ways to do it and the chinese philosophers kind of realized that he wanted immortal life and he said all he could really do was teach genghis khan how to live longer and that was to abstain from sex and drinking, and Genghis Khan went, never mind. I'm good. (laughs) I'm fucking serious. By the end of his reign, the end of his life, he had like eight wives.
1: (laughs) Eight wives, unlimited amounts of alcohol?
0: Yeah, he can't can't drink or fuck. Never mind. (laughs) So... After a while, Persia got kind of ballsy with them, and they cut the head off one of his merchants or one of his ambassadors, sent it back to him, which pissed off Genghis Khan. So Genghis Khan's sitting there; he's got a big empire, he's happy, he's happy. I think this guy cuts the head off an, an emissary and sends it back to um, Genghis Khan, and uh, I, they the, the saying is they sorely misjudge Genghis Khan's character because this leader of Persia thought that he was a pussy. Just sitting there on his throne over there in Mongolia. He's like, that guy ain't nothing. He ain't shit. So he cuts the head off, because his army hadn't been doing much. So he cuts the head off. This guy sits it back. kind Khan rallies the boys, right? All right? And so thoroughly sacks Persia. I've heard stories. I don't know if this is true, but it's, it's fun to me to believe it is true that Persia, like Iraq and all those areas, like those deserts, used to not be deserts before Genghis Khan got done with (laughs) them. The the story is he so thoroughly burned and destroyed everything in his path up to Persia that nothing would ever grow there again. He destroyed the library of Baghdad and stuff and all this, like just demolished it. And then uh, he kind of went, you know what, let's see how far we can go. And that's what brought his army into Europe. He told his armies, just a couple of his armies, just to keep going west, right? And uh, they they got all the way to uh, what would be Turkey, modern day Turkey and Italy and stuff. And then uh, Genghis Khan got sick and died, but like back home, he'd been getting sick and he died. So they all had to turn around. If it wasn't for him dying, it was very easily, very, very likely that the Mongolians would have basically conquered all of Europe, too, but part of Mongolian tradition is if the tribal leader dies, because he still considers himself a tribe leader, if the tribe leader dies, all the heads have to come back to figure out who's going to be the next tribal leader, right? So, yeah, if it wasn't for him just passing away from old age, the entire world as we knew it, from China to Germany, probably to England, too, would have been conquered. I don't care what people say, I am fairly certain that eventually Japan would have been conquered.
1: Yeah, at that point, in yeah, like vast amounts of manpower just keep sending it. Like, they'll probably have to make a body out of bridges, like, if the tsunami is coming or something.
0: Well, At some point, some Chinese Chinese merchant's gonna go, you know, if you sail during these times of the year, (laughs) (laughs) your boats won't get hit by a hurricane. I'm wondering uh, how they would have handled Finland well, and after, after Genghis Khan died, too, it wasn't like the empire just collapsed. There were a couple of good leaders. Uh, his sons um, took over. Some of his sons were really good leaders, and they, they expanded the empire, too. But just not with the... You know, after the army kind of left from the west, they just never went back over there, and it kind of was. It, they were kind of happy with what they had, right? And, um, and it wasn't until uh, they went up north, they were in Russia, and the Cossacks defeated the Horde the Mongolians that it kind of started going downhill um, because now people realize the Mongolian horde because up until this point it hadn't lost a battle, so everyone was afraid and everyone thought it was an, an immortal army. And uh, when the Cossacks, the Russians, beat them in a in a battle, it showed the world that they weren't immortal. Then he started having revolutions and all kinds of stuff, and then the Mongolian Empire shrank back to where it was, and you know that was kind of like their last hurrah they did fight in world war ii but no one gives a shit <laughs> they fought the japanese in world war ii <laughs> that's kind of what happened to all their culture the russians took it but uh yeah that's that's a, a summary as that's a dumb white guy explaining uh the rise and fall of the Mongolian empire with a new co-host my my interim co-host uh john and um john uh is uh, probably not going to join me too much what'd you think was that fun for you
1: that no, no, was fun, yeah. Just learned cool. quite a tidbit of history from that.
0: Right, right. You look like Genghis Khan, except for your lack of facial hair.
1: Well, oh, I wish. I wish I could look yeah. as gorgeous as the man himself.
0: Dude, he, he, he was apparently uh, attractive, because if you said he wasn't, he'd kill you. Exactly. So everyone that's says he, he was very attractive. Way. Yeah, right? Could you imagine that, though? Man, one in a hundred people are related to you, like, descended from you. Like, that's a lot of... That's a lot of sex with a a lot of of people, yeah. Right?
1: That's probably why his empire is so big.
0: Yeah, he had to pay child support to all of his victims. Oh, man. That's fucked up. Uh, I don't even... The Mongolians also had a navy. Twice. And then Japan sank it. With their hurricanes. All right. Well, that's pretty much it about this topic. Um, it was faint. If anyone wants to hear anything more about it, I can go into more details about certain parts. I can start throwing dates out there. Personally, I uh, forget dates, and uh, I, I like the events as they happened. Um, but yeah, John, any other
1: questions? None that I could think of off the top of my head. Sorry. All right.
0: Let's go. Uh, let's go get drunk and invade China.
1: Let's see you guys invading Russia.
0: Apparently. See you guys next time. Alright, that was it. Pretty painless, huh?
1: Yep. Stop recording real quick.